So our practice today is a version of taking refuge in the Buddha or in the Beloved, however you'd like to think of it. And just to set a context, and it's fine just to listen with your eyes closed, that in our lives there are many moments when we get caught in a way that it doesn't feel as if refuge is within us, the the love we need, the understanding. And so it was with the Buddha that uh, as he sat under the Bodhi tree on that night of his awakening, he encountered all the challenges that we know about of greed and hatred and forms of delusion and met them with mindfulness, with compassion. They turned into flower petals and uh, they'd started as arrows and weapon, weaponry that was hurled at them, but they turned into flower petals. And by, by the beginning of morning, there was a heap of petals at his feet. But Mara, the god of the shadow side, came up with the final great challenge. Uh, the final one that and a basic one and a universal one that anyone that is in a human form with an ego encounters, which is doubt. It's the the hindrance or challenge that says, who do you think you are? For the Buddha, it was who do you think you are to take the seat of a Buddha, to really uh, sit in the place of an awakened one. And the challenge for us comes in many ways of, of mistrusting ourselves of in, in the moment not really sensing that we have the capacity to be free or to love well or to receive love or to ever be close with anyone really or to be free. So in the moment for the Buddha when that happened, when that final challenge of doubt came up, he called on the beloved. What he did was he reached out and touched his hand to the earth and he called on the earth goddess. It's really an expression of the divine through this natural world and an expression of that love that comes from our belonging to the entire universe, our realization of that belonging. So he called on the earth goddess, the divine feminine, to bear witness to his goodness, to his purity, to the light within him. In other words, he called on the earth goddess to see his Buddha nature. And the earth goddess bore witness. And as that happened, uh, the heavens lit up and thunder and it was great drama. And then Mara uh, pulled off, disappeared. And that was the moment that the Buddha was truly free. So the precursor to his freedom was in some way having the love and wisdom of this universe bear witness that he called on something that seemed outside himself. Called out for love, for understanding, to be seen. And then as he experienced the response he realized his wholeness, his fullness. 
And in that realization, realize that that which he called out to is already who he was. In other words, he was calling out to his own awakened heart. But in the moments of calling out, that's not the way it seems. So there's a, a value, a wisdom, an intelligence to reaching out at times, to reaching out to others, and when we're meditating, to reaching out to what seems to be beyond us. So that's the practice. Taking some moments to feel as much as you can your senses open and awake. To feel the fullness of aliveness in your body. Experience the heart area and the state of your heart right now. Whatever mind state might be here, just to recognize without any judgment how it is right now. You might scan and sense if there's some place, part of you, that is asking for attention, for healing, some place of doubt or fear. some place of vulnerability, of separation. And if you happen to be sitting here and feeling utterly at one with the universe, you can still do this practice. But if you find in your body, in your heart, some place of vulnerability you'd like to to bring some healing to, Take some moments, as we've been doing at different times of the retreat, to to deepen your attention there. And it's fine to allow whatever background story wraps around it, the story that's kind of a portal to what's going on. might be a story that has to do with relationship with others where you feel separate, where there's been pain, hurt caused either by you or towards you. Or it might be some way you've been in relationship with yourself, where you've hurt your own being some way where you've, some situation where you feel in some way you have been not enough, that you've fallen short, or that you fear your well-being, deficient in some way. 
Just take a moment to sense if there's any stories like that floating around, any part of yourself that wants that attention. There's a story like a movie in the mind just to let it be paused right at the place that gives you most access to what's most difficult, where the doubt gets strongest, where the fear comes up the most. If there's others involved in your story, just to see the faces or hear the words that might be spoken that evoke the feelings. If there's some future incident that you're anticipating and fearing, to let that be included. What you're most afraid of won't happen. What you're afraid will happen. What will go wrong? to feel in your body, throat, the chest, the belly, where the vulnerability most lives, where that energy of doubt, fear, hurt, letting the breath help you to stay right with where it's most strong. Letting yourself kind of sit down into the felt sense, really sensing it from the inside out. sensing if this place in you, this doubt or fear place, could let you know what it most deeply wants. What at its core it most longs for fantasizes about, desires, you know, is it to be embraced, to be loved, understood, held safe? What's the yearning in there? Just listen in as if that place could say in words 
what its prayer or longing or yearning or want is. Maybe simple words, please love me. Please love me. as you sense into what's wanted, sense if you could fantasize or imagine the perfect source, that which could offer what you most long for. It might be, as with the Buddha, a sense of a deity, form or formless, that could hear the cry and respond. Or it might be a person in your life, dead or alive, known directly or someone that you don't know directly, that embodies the qualities that you most trust, could embrace you, soothe you, see you, love you. Could be a dog, part of the natural world but just sense the call, the please love me or see me or hold me, directed to that which might provide, that you wish would provide. And the more deeply you contact the longing, both the pain of separation and the longing, and really sense the prayer from there, the more fully it's possible to experience the response to the prayer. Just imagine if it's love you're wanting, how you'd want it to be felt. Would it be light or warmth surrounding you, embracing you? Do you feel bathed? in a cellular way? What is it you want to feel? What exactly is it you most want to feel that that place in you most wants to feel? these next moments of silence, just let that voice of longing be a whisper in your mind of words reaching out and imagine and sense the possibility of how you might receive. Let it happen.
Continuing to sense the prayer for love, for understanding, safety, the response. Imagining that, sensing the felt sense of that. But let the form of the responder, who is the Buddha or a parent, friend, dissolve so all there is is the light or warmth, our felt sense of care. Just let go into that, merge into that. Just dissolving into the field of loving presence. Letting prayer be the bridge between longing and belonging. Mary Oliver writes, so every day, so every day, I was surrounded by the beautiful crying forth of the ideas of God, one of which was you. So every day, so every day, I was surrounded by the beautiful crying forth of the ideas of God, one of which was you.
So I'm just going to make a brief comment about this practice of refuge. Um, That at any given time, as I mentioned this morning, practices are a match or are not a match for where we are. So for whatever reason, uh, you weren't in a place that you needed to bring attention to something, just that that's completely natural. And also, even if you were, this particular pathway of prayer is a life practice. And that the more you do it, the more you learn this uh, art of getting deeply in touch with the yearning, the pain slash yearning. It's a place that's all mixed. The deeper you go into it, the more powerful the reaching out in prayer. And, and the power is in the receptivity. That when you're in touch with the the pain of separation, you can become very receptive to the love that's here. And so the love that at first feels out there because you feel separate, by calling on it and opening, you discover in that openness and tenderness that it's always here. But first you need to reach out sometimes. So if this is new to you, just to invite you to um, put aside any judgment and experiment, find your way in. Um, and enjoy it. It's a it's a quite a powerful and beautiful pathway to freedom. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.